Before you continue listening to this episode, this episode contains high spoiler content for season two of Stranger Things. Uh, so if you have not seen the season yet, please, please pause the podcast here. You have been warned. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. Yeah, bonus! Bonus. I am one half of the show host, uh, uh, Enigma, if you will. My name is Lucas, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here today with my co-host, Twitch. Yes, Twitch, how are I'm you? here. I'm good. Yeah? It was an interesting morning, but yes, I'm here. Yes, it sure was. Uh, Twitch and I literally, literally just got done watching... Uh, season two and uh un- unscripted we haven't planned this out at all we nope. haven't even talked about it at all we're just going to take the next 45 minutes to talk to you about how much of a heaping pile of shit <laughs> it wasn't that big of a pile here's what i'm titling here's in my head here's what this rant is is titled okay um worst show 10 out of 10 Worst show, 10 out of 10. No, no, no. There's way worse shows. No, that's, worse. that's why I give it a 10 out of 10. You see the contrast there? Okay. Of me saying it's bad, but it's still 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Because it's Stranger Things. But if, you, if, it, if you're putting it in the worst show category and you give it 10 out of 10, <laughs> I, that means it's the worst I was out just, of the worst. I was just very frustrated with that season. It is a very frustrating season of Stranger Things, too. And, um, and in a good way. In a good way, there's there's some big pluses to it, but then there's also some pretty pretty big, you know, season two mistakes that they yes. made along the yes. way. And it's not like I don't want to say it's uncommon, but uh, I feel like the uh, Duffer Brothers and the producing team they went in with a great idea for their central like task. What what's the big thing yes. that we have to yes. do? But then they really didn't take their time to flesh out all the other stuff, the outside layers. And I think I think part of that is our fault because, you know, we want something and we want yeah. it now and we want it in one year. Yeah. You know, and that's just kind of what people have gotten used to. And I think maybe they got in over their heads. I'm not I'm not assuming anything. Possibly, them, but, but I think that they could have taken a little bit more time. It yeah. also could have been a situation where the Duffer brothers have been thinking about ep- or season one forever. Just yeah. like when I'm writing for TV shows or pilots that I have for the TV shows, I have all of season one for the most part ready to mapped go. out in my head. Yeah. Um, thought a little bit about season two, but not completely. Sure. Um, sure. So they, they probably put a lot of time and energy and same thing with music. You hear like these great, amazing first albums and we get to, the second or third album from an artist really is like, what happened? maybe they're not that great. That's a very interesting uh, comparison Analogy. you make. Um, season two, I really, really cannot tell you how much I loved episodes one through six. One through six. I I thought they I thought every single one of those episodes were amazing. I I thought a lot of it was good, but I didn't think it was absolutely amazing. I th- I think. I'm going out on, on on the ledge here. Okay. I really do think that episodes one through six were as good as season one. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, I they, don't think it so. had that. It had that Hawkins feeling. To yeah. It. You know what I mean? It it didn't have the magic that season one had, but it didn't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because because of what you said in the last Stranger Things episode that we did, we were already in on it. Everyone uh-huh. knows what's happening now. There's yeah. no. There's no mystery yep. to be found anymore. It's just, okay, here's what's happening. This is them a year later. This is yes. them a few years later. Here's how the relationships are panning out and stuff like that. Um, the the bully that they introduced, I think they set up Billy really well. Really? I, so, really, Billy? In my notes that I wrote, I, 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 uh, I started off episode one. I wrote, like, two things down. Okay. I said, love the new kid. And that was before I really got to know her, and I I don't like her as much. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, love everything about this episode. Absolutely fantastic. 
is what I wrote about episode and that's one. episode one? That's episode one. Okay. Um, and so the 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 um, episode two. So episode one, I don't know if the bully was in episode one, but in episode two, this is these were the, the exact words that I used. I said, the new bully actually scares the shit out of me. <laughs> When I was when he was on the screen, I was nervous. Yeah. Um, and this was the sidebar that I wrote during while I was writing that. I kind of had this epiphany that, you know, this show is so amazing because when watching, I forget I'm watching a show and just don't end up feeling everything that I know that they want me to feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of I, I really get into this show more like I get into most other television shows. Yeah. And, you know, the certain cues that a lot of entertainment fails at i think stranger things does really well with in my opinion i really get into the emotion of like the kids and um yeah i could see that for sure i definitely anytime the kids are on screen i'm pretty much on board for the most part uh but this season man there was just some rough patches that i they they hit strong in season one but in season two when they try to do uh some of the uh, chemistry between some of the ca- characters, it just kind of felt flat for me. And I did not like the bully. I think You didn't like was, the bully? No, no, well, no. He, well, why? Because so, because he didn't have any There was conclusion. no point to him. Yeah. There, was no there was no point, point to, him. to Billy being in the story. There was no point to Mad Max being in the story, except for to create this love triangle. And, oh, my goodness, were there love triangles in this season. A whole lot of them. And it was, it was to the point where it was just like, I get it. Yeah. Relationships are messy. Yeah. And people like each other. We yeah. get it. You had you had one in season one. Yeah. It really worked. That doesn't mean add ten. Yes. You know? Don't oversaturate us. And they compounded us. it. Okay, so, so let me, the love triangle, it's between Lucas, Dustin, and Maxine. Yeah. Okay? So there's there's that one. Yes. And then they compounded the damn thing when freaking it, it sh- Elle was back and she was searching for Mike. And then Mike is hanging out with, well, Hanging out, quote unquote. He's just in the same room. He just happens to be in the as same Max, room. And Max and L sees it. Yeah. And she thinks that, oh, Mike's not in love with me anymore. And it compounded the whole damn life love triangle. What the hell does she know about love? Ugh. And that that whole the whole thing was kind of crazy for yeah. me. Why I didn't end up liking Billy's story was because I, again, the way they set him up. Was so awesome. I love the first scene where yes. he pulls up and his boot hits the ground and the music's cued with yeah. it. It was so cool. Um, I was like, "Oh man, they could take this anywhere." And they had me. They had me. They had me for a ride there. I thought he was awesome. Like I said, he actually spooked me. I was like, "He's gonna, he's gonna get into some shit." The end. No, and it, it was, it was just. They brought even him the, in. Even the climax between Mad Max and him yeah. was stupid in episode nine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this before I forget, because we got we got a few other well, more than a few, a couple other things to talk about. So Mad Max, Maxine, and her brother Billy, no point in the story for having him there. No real point no. at all. Um we could have gone without him and the story would have been the same. The only reason Max was there was to create that little tension between, you know, uh, Dustin and Lucas, and then also kind of create tension for Elle and Mike. Yeah. Like, that was the only reason that she was there. She brought no real strength to the show. There was no, like, special purpose for her being there, um, except for the fact that they called her Mad Max, and her brother drives this badass car, and I was like, if she doesn't get in that car and drive, I'm going to call bullshit on those guys for not – Doing what they do well, right? Which is referencing eighty flicks, eighties flicks, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Her name's Mad Max. She's this kind of rebellious teenage girl, and her brother's got this badass muscle car. She better drive it if her na- nickname is Mad Max. Totally, totally. So, and we get that payoff you do get that finally payoff in the last in the episode. last episode. But it was just like, ugh. So, anyways, they built up all this secrecy. Between Billy and Maxine. Like, we didn't know what their relationship was. Yeah. She was claim or they're claiming to be brother and sister, but he even said, You're not really You're my sister. You're not really my sister. Yeah. And they made it seem so secretive. The only thing that came to my mind, and I thought they were gonna jump the shark with this, 
is that they're Russian spies. Wow. Like I immediately because we started getting the Russian conspiracy back yeah, in yeah, yeah. with Russian conspiracist right. crazy dude who was also a bullshit character. He could have used without him. They could have done it without him. Yeah, but I, I think I think he served as a uh as a plot device for Nancy and and John. Yes. Without if they hadn't have gone on that trip together, he wouldn't have called them out on both their relationship bullshit. They wouldn't have wound up sleeping together. And he was also kind of the reason why they made those tapes. How else would they have made the tapes without him? Uh, they did make it without him. Ooh. They what? did. They didn't oh, go sorry, to I him thought you were first. making a sexual thing. No, no, no. I see where your mind's at. <laughs> Listen, I just said that they had had sex, okay? <laughs> of course it's there. No, but they they devised the plan to make the tapes yeah. before even talking yeah, to him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think all that stuff could have been taken care of without He did help. Lunatic he did help them a lot. Now, guy. I will say this before we jump right back into pointing out the flaws. Um, I meant to tell you this before we started this, but... Um, there was a lot that I loved about this show. Yes. That we will get to. Yes. I want to get, I, episode nine left me a bit peeved, peeved. Yeah. I, I just want to get all the bullshit out. So yes. that's why we're starting with all the complaints. Yes. I will. There's, I have most of the notes that I've taken are things that end with so well done. Um, uh-huh. really, really, really love it. Like stuff yes. like that. We will get there. But for now back to. Yes, we. It's not to say I didn't like dislike the second season. I did like it. Definitely not as great as the first season. But here's all the bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> back to it. Back to it. Um, let's see. I'm sure I have. Uh, um, we'll get to episode seven. <laughs> I think episode, that's I think that's the seven, big episode seven is what this whole thing is leading up to. Episode seven could have its own episode of the podcast. I could talk episodes about it. episode seven was the jump the shark episode. In my oh opinion. yeah, yeah. I wrote I wrote down that I called the map of Hawkins in like episode two, <laughs> and then I just go please dot dot dot. <laughs> that was another thing I think that I had a bit of an issue with was. A lot of their crazy plot turns. Yeah, I noticed. No, and when, it was, and when I notice them, I know that it's not well done. No, it was definitely one of those situations where some of the stuff that they tried to put in there, you could, if you're experienced in storytelling, you could see exactly what they were gonna do. Yeah, like, yeah. The whole map thing, I knew. Like, as soon as they started drawing it, and they started like, as soon oh, as this you, matches, I yeah. was like. Oh, oh, it's, it's a, map a map of the of whole Hawkins. underground, and yeah. it's going to be Hawkins. Like, yeah. And then they brought Sean Astin in with being Bob the Brain and the Puzzle Master. Liked him. Liked I him. liked him. I liked that character. Little, little. They played him a little too. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not cheesy, but a little straight lace that. That good guy, just that super yeah, nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the reason why I like it so much is that I have experience with that, having parents that have gone through divorce. Yeah. And, you know, having mom bring home a boyfriend or even when I go visit my dad and his girlfriend, you, there's this extra effort that has to be put in. Yeah. And it's not even necessary, but it's almost forced by yes. the stepdad or the stepmom yeah. in the situation, you know, where they feel like – they feel like they need to be portrayed as this happy-go-lucky, super outgoing, super nice guy, like to win the kids over. Yeah. And so, in that sense, for me, I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense. That's good yeah. acting." Um, but I can I can see how, and maybe maybe that's just my experience. Maybe I don't speak for everyone who's gone through divorce, but for me, at least, that's kind of how it was. So. But with him, I think they it felt like they tried too hard to make him a hero post death oh yeah like the callback to like did you know bob was the one that funded or helped fundraise the ab club like that whole thing i was like eh. who cares the yeah. guy had his heroic moment we all knew it yeah we all knew bob yeah. was this really great guy yeah you all were right there when you it don't happened. To, you don't have to kick the dead horse you, yeah exactly you know so he's, he's already that was one thing that really i was like really like yeah. Writers, come on. Yeah. Um, 
that that was that was kind of a big bummer. We saw him be the hero. We don't need to be told again that he's the hero. Right. Um, so with what I was saying a little earlier about how I really adored episodes one through six and then they kind of fell off. Again, we'll talk about it more. I think season seven definitely started that derailing for me. They did. And, and I think I think episode seven derailed the train like that. It just like set it off course so quickly. Quite literally. And, there was yeah, a train in yeah. that got derailed ish. See, see? Yeah. the foreshadowing. Um and then I, I just, I, I, in my opinion, I don't think episodes eight and nine were good enough to get it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they lost me in episode seven, which yes. was a shame. But um, I think another fault of theirs was that, you know, they had all these great ideas for where they could have taken that show. Yeah. And I think they, I think season two, they kind of experimented with a lot of things. You know, they did, they were like, all right, let's do a little Hawkins lab conspiracy. Let's do a little bigger monster. Let's do a little bit of Will Byers. Let's do a little bit of Eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it was just too much for them to then say, okay, how do we conclude this? It felt disconnected. Yeah. It definitely, um, and it might be strategy that they're trying to play with going into season three. Um, but I don't know exactly. Yeah. Because one of the things that was strong about that first season was we did have disconnected characters, but those characters had their own groups that they're a part of. Right. Like, and they, they interacted very well together. We yes. had yes. the Joyce and Hopper team going together. Then we had the kids team with those five, those four. Right. And they were very tight. Anytime we typically seen them, we saw them together tight. But that one pinnacle moment where uh, L leads them on a wild goose chase, like they split apart, which was good timing, perfect timing. Good for that. stuff. Yes. But then they came back together relatively quick. It wasn't where they're just separate pieces. Um, and then you had the weird love triangle between Nancy, Jonathan, and Stephen. Yep. Um, yep. And they always interacted with each other. So. And they again, had all that really strong stuff going on, and then you come into season two where they had those relationships connected to each other, but then they really took it and really pushed the people apart. Right. Like Steve, as even though like I love the fact that he teamed up with Dustin, like we'll talk about that. Yeah. A little he, more. It was it was weird because right out of the gates, him and Nancy were just gone. Right. So Steven's role in this second season played very differently, um, which was which had its very, very good moments. But it felt like there was something missing, especially with the Jonathan and uh, Nancy. Oh, story. totally. Yeah. I, I think that I think he was way more useful than, you know, Billy, the new bully yeah. and Mad Max were because he really did serve a lot of purpose to yes. the plot. And I liked how they broke him and Nancy up. Yeah, I think that was clever. It it, it happened quickly, but mm-hmm. we didn't need that to happen in episode eight. You know what I mean? That didn't. Yeah. Um, the story needed them to be apart, and they broke up. You know what I mean? And they did that. They did that in a relatively clever way. Yeah. And again, we'll talk more about it later. But I I loved love love loved Steve in this season. Oh, me too. Um, totally turn around. I yeah. love the guy now. Yeah. I want more Steve. More Steve. Very excited for Steve. What else you got? Uh, one of the other things, last one, uh, D'Artagnan, the Demi. Dart. Dart, good old Dart. Yeah. Played terribly. Like, I didn't know what the hell they were planning on. Because when they – so they did what they do with uh, – this is done when usually uh, a – kind of alien type creature or weird uh, technological um, like sentient robot or something like that bean yeah. Um, yeah. is introduced into the human world where at first it's just like they give you that like oh god it's scary oh god it's scary like when Dart was introduced he was in the trash can rumbling around making the weird noises and it was like uh oh something's gonna jump out and kill you yeah yeah and then when we see him they play that nice music over top to where it makes us know that dart is actually a good guy he's gonna be for us yes yes um hang on 
<coughs> Sorry. So we see that in a lot of 80s films, especially when it deals with, like, aliens. There's initial, like, ter- terror, but then they quickly, with the music and the way that the actor plays it out, is that it's actually a good guy. Right. And yeah. they did that really well, but his Dusty's other friends were like, no, 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 it's, it's bad. We got to kill it. We got to get rid of it. But Dusty keeps it around. But then they twist the whole thing. They make Dart different enough to where he's not exactly like all the other ones. But then he goes around and attacks just like all the other ones. Yeah. So yeah. They except take not it, Dustin. But not Dustin until the very end. And he's like on on their side. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like not very well done. It was like either you needed to start him out with like he goes evil right at the beginning and that's it. And that's he's just one of the one of the demi dogs. Yeah. From there on yeah. in. Or you needed to play it around to where like he really turns to save them. Yeah. And and just like not just the way that they did in the uh, And episode. I was about to say he didn't really even save them. No. He just didn't attack them. Which yeah. by the way, I think they could have handled it. Yep. Because, you know, plot armor. But I, I just I feel like even if even if Dart did attack, I almost wish he had because it would have been more emotional for Dustin yes. to have to let that go. That would have been some good character development yep. if he had to kill Dart. Um, and killing brings me on to my last complaint before we get to the <laughs> episode seven. Um, no one fucking died again. Sean so, Aston did. Bob. Yes, but no main character died it's again. True. And I even said it to you, I think, two times when we were just sitting out yeah. there watching. Yeah. Um, you were you were on the edge of your seat hoping Will was going to be axed. And I know that that sounds bad, but it's better to have that sense of loss for a little while and to have the show actually affect you in that way yeah. than be pissed that everyone's safe again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I just wish someone had died. And it's, it's supposed to be a sci-fi horror film. In every sci-fi horror film, not everyone makes it out alive. You can't. Even, even like every semi-top-built characters. Yes. So, yeah, I get where you're coming from on that. It definitely was like, so why didn't one of the kids die? I get why one of the kids didn't die for a couple reasons. One, like, those kids are gold. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if I would be upset and be, like, worried about where the show's going to go if they killed – off one of the kids, minus Will. I minus do think, Will. I do think they could have killed Will, and it would have been fine. Nothing against Will's character. Yeah, but Will's purpose of the show was is to be possessed, and you can only yeah. you only do that so many times. Yep. You know they did it differently twice. Yeah, in season one and two, but he he has to die. Yeah. Other things can cause bad stuff to happen other than Will. Yep. So, episode seven. Yeah, the uh, granddaddy of it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna start by sharing you uh, sharing with you all uh, all of my notes from episode seven. So I think I already mentioned this, but when I started watching season uh, two, Twitch and I watched every episode uh, separate except for this uh, except for episode nine. And so I was watching this whole season alone, and. Um, I I was like, all right, I, I won't take notes. I'll just I'll just remember everything. And then I started taking notes out of like a reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I have to write some of this stuff down because it was so good, and I wanted to remember the feeling that I had yeah. while I was watching it until episode seven. When I saw episode seven, okay, these are all my notes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just just say how it said. Okay, this magic is some uppercase bullshit. <laughs> but it's okay. Show is still number one. A little bit later. Um, so now they're heisting. Okay, whatever. I'm okay with it. Never mind. They kill the bad men? I'm having a hard time liking this. I'm really trying, though. And then my my final note for that episode was episode seven was mostly irrelevant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my single note, and I wrote it, I, I texted this to... To Luke uh, was, uh, I'm on eight now. All I gotta say is episode seven was a bullshit episode, and it pretty much sums it up because it was. And like to your point, it was mostly irre- irrelevant. Ninety five percent of that episode could have been 
just lost in the the cutting room floor. Yes. That five oh, percent yeah. was the only bit. All we needed to know is that Elle found her mom. She's actually can communicate with her still. Yes. And that she's offered a home again, and she kind of takes that home for a second, but realizes her true home is in Hawkins. 2.5% of that could have been in episode six, and 2.5% of that could have been in episode what would have been seven. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I just was so stupid. Yeah. It was a, it was, and it, it was a silly episode. That's what it was. Yeah. It was a silly episode and silly doesn't belong in Stranger Things. No. The kids are goofy. They're yep. funny and scary stuff happens. Yeah. There's nothing silly. Oh, the, speaking of stupid, silly and stuff with the characters, the kids can be stupid and silly sometimes. Those punk rock characters, like the misfits, like Chappie, yeah, 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 Chappie, the, the, the Chappie of yeah. Stranger Things, yeah. Oh my goodness, was that cartoonish? It was so bad. It was so cheesy. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, "Come on, you're better than this." I felt like I was watching a Saturday morning cartoon, right? Like I honestly was like, "This is a joke." I was right? waiting for Scoob and the gang to come yeah. bust them. The colors. Everything the texture of, it. of everything, the the bad layout of the layer and stuff, just screamed everything terrible. Yes. Now I got a feeling like I know that they're probably re- trying to reference some of those like punk rock films from the eighties and stuff. Gives Elle her final look. Final look. That was terrible. Bitchin'. Oh, she did not look bitchin'. She looked dumb. I liked her. Um. <laughs> I, I thought it was bitch. It made her look even more like a boy. <laughs> That's fair. But still. Um, but no, like it was just everything about that episode just just crawled underneath my skin. Yeah. Like, there was no point. Like the only thing that the vision that she received from her mom revealed was the fact that her mom was treated very poorly. And it was her papa's... Uh, Fault that her mom is catatonic. Yes, like that's the only thing. It and again, to us. you can do that in another episode. Yeah, without having to do all that. So I, I, di- I didn't like episode seven. They didn't need it at all. Nope. Um, and they didn't need to introduce the whole idea that the the children that were the experiments all have different types of gifts. Yeah, because then it turned it into like. Oh, well, if those two are out there, is Where there are the more out there? Yeah. And what type of gifts are they? This isn't the freaking X-Men. What was the uh, I am number four? Yeah, yeah. Again, to that your movie. point, it's not, this isn't, it's not like that. It's not supposed to be like that. Now, if that's the direction that they want to take their show and they, and they had that planned, maybe we'll have to deal with that. But yeah. they cannot half-ass it like they did. No. With that. Otherwise, it's not going to be good at all. And they didn't even, like, they set it up in that first episode because that's the first scene that we see. Yeah. Is Callie, number eight, doing the heist thing with her friends. When I saw that, I was like, oh. I That's the one thing that I was like, I saw that, I was like, well, this is taking a different turn than I expected it yeah. to do. When we saw that, I was just like, all right, so how's this going to connect? And it took him till seven till the seventh episode to finally connect it, really connect it. Yeah. And after that, it was just like, what was the point? She never came back in. Like the only thing that it did was help her like realize that you have a little bit more power than you thought you did, and then you should go home. Yeah. Like that's it. Those are the two things. Your friends need you. Rate episode seven. Zero. <laughs> yeah. I'll give fair. it a point five. A point five because it's in Stranger Things. It's in Stranger Things. Yeah. Like I gotta say, it, like I do like her power of illusion. Like it's I cool do, power. It's a cool it's idea. It's a cool power. Cool idea. But and I mean, like when when I expand my imagination, I think, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't one of them be off heisting using their powers for yeah. bad? You know what I mean? Or not necessarily bad because they're doing good things yeah. but illegally. Doesn't matter. Um, why wouldn't they do something like that? You know what I mean? It makes sense. I would probably do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I could do that, hell yeah. 
But um, I don't need to see that in TV. Mm-hmm. That can be fan fiction. That can be, you know, you, you can let us handle that stuff. Yep. You just give us the goods. Yep. What matters, what's important to the story. That's not important to the story at all. Yep. I don't care about that. So anyway, let's talk about the things that we like. The good things. I adored every single time two people connected in that series. Okay. Every single connection that there were between two characters, I loved. Will and Mike was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will and Jonathan was phenomenal. Joyce and Hopper, phenomenal. Hopper and Eleven, amazing. Yep. I loved every single one of those connections that they had. Um, I Okay, this is, not, this is not a proud moment for me to admit on the podcast. Yes. Episode six... Episode eight, sorry. Episode eight made me cry. Okay, okay. Actual physical tears when Will finally sees Eleven. <laughs> that was so awesome to me. Because as you guys know on the show, I'm a sucker for love. Yeah. I love it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff when it's done well. And that was done really well. Um, every every relationship that they had that wasn't an awkward three triangle was amazing. Yeah. I... Uh... I will agree with that because a lot of the relationships that were connected there were even greater than I thought they were going to be. So, like, well done on that stuff. Yes. Like, um, the two, my two absolute favorite relationships there that they showed built on that was Stephen Dustin. Yes. Yeah. Like that was probably my favorite. Oh my gosh. Oh man, it's almost tied because my second favorite was between uh, Hopper and. 11. Yes. Um, yeah. I loved that father-daughter type deal that was going on between the so two. Good. So good. Um, so Part of it because we understand Hopper's big hang-up from the first season. Yeah. And he's got a do-over with this. So it's awesome to see him be able to do this. And also the fact that we know he's going to screw it up. Yeah. We yeah. do know he's going to screw it up. Um, but how is he going to come back from that? And it they totally make it pay off by the end of the season. They do a very good job of that. Um, so I was very, very – I felt satisfied with that. And also with Dustin Steve um, Dustin and Steve just put a big smile on my Dude, face. Dude, when he comes over to – or when he's over at the they, Wheelers yeah. and Steve pulls up, he's like, do you got your bat still? He's like, what? What? The one with the nails? The one nails? with the nails. Yes. And it just, from that moment from, on, it was like pure, like, team up gold. Yeah. Like, and, and and the two of them together, so good. That's clever for the show. I give all the credit to them because I didn't think about that yeah. at all. I was like, I was never. Oh, like, I would have never put those two yeah. together. And they did, and they did so well. Um, Steve lost all his douchebag bagness for the most part. Did he, or just was it forgotten? Because we didn't see him trying to get a girl. Because he kind of realized at the end he said, you know, he was a bad boyfriend. Yeah. I think he grew in that, but he wasn't like showing – he wasn't showing off to anyone. No. You know, he was just hanging out with kids. Yeah. I think that is – I don't know. Love Steve. Love Steve. Uh, The the fight. The fight between uh, Eleven and Hopper. Yes. That whole scene in the beginning of episode four, I believe. Yes, episode four. I said, my God, what a start. The drama between Eleven and Hopper is so insane. Really well done. Yes. It was so heartbreaking because yes, you you know coming from you want to fight so hard for both characters because you know that Eleven's got to be miserable, stuck in that place for so long and not being able to go out. But you know Hopper's heart is in the right in place. In the right place. Just and doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's not doing it to be malicious, even though he comes off as a complete sociopath. Like, psychopath, not sociopath. Yeah. Psychopath. And he's just like, I was like, please do not do anything that remotely looks like you're going to strike her. Yeah. Please, because if you do that, I am going to be so pissed that you did that totally. to that character. Totally. Um, <clears throat> 
So they never really did, even though his tone was just bad. But I also understood he's doing it because he wants to legitimately protect her. Yeah, yeah. He loves her. He really it's does his love daughter. her. Like, and you can see it. So uh yeah, and and that that scene, the way it ended, so good. and it was so. Oh my goodness! It still take it still took him some time to get to the point where he's like, I was so in the wrong in there, but that last scene where she closes the door on him and he's about to leave, and he just he, he's about ready to say, "Look, I'm I'm sorry, I did not mean anything that I said," and he switches, he's like. Clean this place up, and we'll talk about TV when I get home. So good. Ah, so good. Hopper, why? Yes, yes. Don't leave it like that. Yeah. Because I knew after that, Hopper was going to disappear for a while. Yes. Yep. Did you watch The Americans? Nope. Okay. Spoiler Keep telling right? me to do that, but Spoiler I don't right? know if I ever will. Great show. Season one, just watch season one. Great show. At the end of season one, there's a scene where they're doing this crazy handoff of uh, important documents that are, like, crucial to ending the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of KGB are there to intercept this this letter. And there's this whole probably – sorry. Sorry, microphone. There's this whole probably 15-minute scene okay. where – everyone's suspicious of everyone. And there are people in the park who are like looking suspicious and, and everyone's looking around and it's a super tense with the camera blur switching between people and everyone's mm-hmm. walking around. It's this high paced, like high adrenaline scene and, and nothing really is happening. And I felt that same adrenaline when John and Nancy decide to go and get that. Um, they get decide the boom, to go boom get, on. Get, yeah. No, damn it. No, before. <laughs> when they decide to go get themselves captured. Okay. Brilliant plan, by the way. Yes. I didn't see that coming at all. No, I didn't see it either. I thought they were totally doing something different there. Yeah. So so that that, that whole scene was done really well. And I got that same sense of suspicion. Okay. When they were sitting in the park. Yep. Great, great stuff. Good, Just all around. Really good stuff there. Because <sighs> I was wondering what the heck they were doing. I was like... Why are you saying all this over the phone? You know that they're probably tapping you. Like, how stupid are you guys? And then, and then you're like, wow, you guys are actually really smart. Yeah. So, so after Billy grabs Max's hand in the car, uh-huh. uh, so I wrote down, I was like, the bully makes me less nervous now. He's just an asshole. <laughs> And then later on, I forget exactly what happened. He started making me nervous again, and I wrote, this is exactly what I wrote. Okay, I'm scared of the bully again. I hope he gets hit by a roller coaster on fire that explodes on impact into a million ants, and they all eat him. After eating his body, the ants turn into lava that flows into a toxic thing that explodes on impact. Just two, but two times. No, three times. Hopefully erasing enough of him that I don't have to worry about him anymore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What was the thing that made you scared of him? I don't the remember. Time? I don't remember. But just his presence made me nervous. Yeah, he was. He. I liked his character. I just wish it fit better. Um, he totally reminded me of uh, the look that he had. Uh, reminded me of. Oh, what's his name? Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Pull it up while you're pulling it up. Here are some. Here are some other notes that I. Uh, um, that I wrote down that I enjoyed. Um, after they showed up to after Jonathan and Nancy showed up to the conspiracy theorist guy's house with the tape, uh-huh. I said in all caps, "They fucking planned that shit. They had a damn recorder." That was pretty good. And then I said, "Best show ever." When Hopper goes down into the underground tunnels, yep, I called him Indiana Hopper. India. <laughs> he grabs his hat on the way yeah, out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, totally, in- totally, Indiana right there. there. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh. So, Billy, the bully, every time I saw him, immediately my brain went to uh, Ricardo Monta, Montalban, Khan from the original Star Trek, Wrath of Khan. Oh. Because he's got his hair done in the freaking mullet, the cur- curlicue mullet, and he's always has his chest bare and, like, open and stuff like that. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I also loved the binary montage. The when binary. they start talking to Will because he's tapping. Oh, yes. Uh, binary. That's Morse code. I also love the Morse code part. The binary. montage. Shut You're up. a computer guy. Let me get out, let me get out of this because of post-editing. Let me get out of this because of post-editing. Whatever. No, let no, no. You're leaving it in. Because you're a boner on that let one. Restart. <laughs> I'm sorry. You love me, Luke. I do. I'll keep that in. Fine. <laughs> love that scene, though. Super good. Yes. No, it was because that harkens back to moments that were super, super great in the first season. Yes. Yeah. Where the kids are are all putting their heads together. Are all putting their heads together. Hopper's got this ingenious idea. Yeah. And it works out. Yeah. Like those were moments that I was I felt was missing so much from this season. Yeah. Like those moments there, like I thought like even though I knew exactly what the maps were, like them realizing it was a map or was a puzzle and stuff like that and started putting everything together was reminiscent of many great moments in I, the first season too. Reminiscent is not quite how I took that. Um, but maybe it's cause I'm not a show writer. I, I wrote down cheesy light recreation is cheesy, but cool in a sort of original way. Yeah. When they did that, I was like, okay, I, the way I took that was they needed something that was as cool as the Christmas lights. They totally lights, did. They totally and did. And they were like, well, this is the next best option. Yeah. Like, even even if they they had a, a hat full of ideas and, you know, season one had started with the maps, I would have said the same thing if season two had the lights. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if they had switched it, I just probably can't be happy in yep. that scenario. Um. So a couple of things that I want to point out okay. is um, – I do got to give props to the Duffer Brothers about uh, homages to uh, horror films, sci-fi films, and like all things eighties. They stayed I tried think and true. They there. stayed tried and true. Did a really good job of not like always throwing it in your face necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Um, but doing some good callbacks. Like they definitely like obviously right from the get go. Um, we have the introduction of Mad Max. Um, and I talked about that a little bit, like the whole idea of Connor Mad Max, her brother's got this kick-ass car. We damn well better see her get behind the drivers, uh, in the driver's seat and pull some badass moves. Yeah. Great job on that. Yeah. Part. Good really stuff. good job. Um, and they called her road warrior a couple times, I think in there too, which yeah. great job. Um, the other one was Terminator. Um, and Lucas makes the comment. It was, <laughs> Not a whole lot like Terminator-esque, from my opinion, but the whole, like, Judgment Day, that's all going to yeah, accumulate to yeah. this one big thing where it's Judgment Day and everybody gets wiped out. Because that's what I think the Thessal Hydra, even though they didn't straight out call it the Thessal Hydra in this, that was kind of, like, what they were getting at, is that when this thing actually comes through and comes to power fully, it's going to wipe out all humanity. Much like in Terminator, that's what the the robots yeah. Skynet yeah, yeah, yeah. plan was was to wipe out all of humanity. That's uh, fair. That's fair. So I think they did that good. The other two ones, uh um or actually three big ones that I saw on this were um aliens. So the fact that the uh we could kind of assume that the demig Demodogs were created through animals. Yeah. That they had taken over in the hosts yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think that it wasn't the one that Will puked out necessarily, but it was probably like animals that they found and that the the forms that the Demogorgon took was yes. probably yes. a xenomorph type thing from right. aliens. Right. Um <clears throat> and then uh other really, really big one was uh the exorcist will yes. was possessed oh like yeah. if you try to say that that wasn't reminiscent of exorcist that was the one that i feel like they were kind of like hitting us over the head a little bit especially with the last episode yeah because in the last episode we definitely see 
the true exorcist moment where they got him strapped down to the bed in and like they're doing gown. some ritual yes. to try and get the demon yeah. force out of him. And then Voldemort comes out. And Voldemort comes out, yeah. And what do they what do they call that in Harry Potter? We I'm surprised we haven't done Harry Potter yet. What do they call that when they I'm not a Harry Potter nerd. I am. This is a bummer that I'm not thinking of this. When they teleport. Evaporate? They smoke out? No. Wait, wait, that's a weed reference. Evaporate? No, that's just what... That's what water does? I think it's it's called apparate. Sure. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Please don't fact check me because I'm I'm not... I'm not... (laughs) I'm not necessarily saying that's what it called. That's what it's called, but when they do that in like Half Blood Prince, they're all ghosty and stuff like they that. Vape. It looked exactly like they vape. They vape. Vape. That's niche. what they do. Four twenty. You don't gotta necessarily be four twenty in it to vape. That's fair. Vape's a huge thing. Huge thing. My roommate does it. Um, the last one, and this one's a little, a little, a little tough. Eh. But uh. I think that they were definitely making references to Tremors in this one. Oh, yeah? Have you ever seen Tremors? I have. Oh, love that movie. Do you consider that a horror film? No. You want to consider it? It's, it's on the line. Definitely on the yeah. line for me as a horror film. So the, the thing that makes me say it's kind of referencing uh, uh, Tremors is because the sound that the demi-dogs make is very similar to oh, the yeah, yeah. sounds, not that the Graboids make, but the, uh, shoot, the uh, the monsters uh, that the Graboids turn into yeah. in the yeah. second film, I think, makes that same sound as those little weird creatures. Little weird guys. And they also have that weird mouth thing that the demigods have well i mean the demigorgon had it yeah it's true um kind of and also with the tunnels like you're going through the yeah yeah yeah, that's right that's right very much similar to like the graboids and stuff so so So, those are the big references that i was able to pick up on and i thought that they did a really good job interweaving them through um yeah to give homage yeah and every oh my goodness did they play up the 80s even yes, more so they in did. this loved every moment of loved it loved it it was good all the music although that last damn track where l and mike finally so get together so perfect perfect but so, so perfect. on the nose so perfect damn police i love every that breath scene. you take i'll be watching you loved that scene l's just a creepy stalker no she's not a stalker she's not a stalker Lucas and her They're in love. Just Lucas is the stalker. My timer went off a little bit ago. Um, We can wrap up here in a little bit. Yeah, what else you got? So last thoughts on uh, season or the season finale. Um, Did it pay off for you? No. No? And I I already said that, and it's because episode seven. Episode seven. They really bummed me out there. They did. I was like, I was trying to figure out how they're going to pull back from it or come back from that. Because it felt like did. a huge misstep on yeah. their part. Huge misstep. Uh, there, was a, there was another time where, like you said, you know, all the kids come together and they're using their brains in a separate way, even though they're not in the same location. Yeah. And it all comes together well. But it's it wasn't as rewarding as... Seasons one. Season no. one was. Because, like, season one was, like, the bad guy is right there in front of you. You're staring death in the face. Yep. And Eleven goes and sacrifices herself, so we think, um, to keep him away. Yeah. And in this, like, I didn't feel any sense of danger in the last episode. There was, there was no time where I was like, shit. Yeah. They're screwed. I was like, yeah, no, they got this. Yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that as well. Um, I do like the fact that that they're all able to play a bigger part, though, in this time. Because L was like the only one that really defeated the monster, the big bad in the first season. So the fact that they all were able to play a part in this shows that it was it shows in a situation this situation that it wasn't up to just one single no, person. No, that's fair. That's totally L fair. definitely had the biggest yeah, yeah. the biggest parts of play in the 
resolve of the second sure, season. Sure, But everybody else also played a part. But everyone else had a lot to do with it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I respect that. Yep. Um, I also... I did think that the uh, kind of back to one, if you will, to where everything's back to normal, yeah, the full circle. I think that they did that well. They did do that well. Um, they brought everybody together that should be together and stuff. Yeah. Um, even though you're like on the edge of the sea, you're just like, where the, the hell is L? Like, where is L? Where is L? Let's get that going. Okay, my fear was that some this this is my fear that was going to uh, that they were going to cliffhang us. Uh, until season three, was that some douchebag other girl was going to come up to Will and be like, you want to dance? And then they were going to start dancing, and Eleanor was going to walk in and see the two of them, and then she was going to leave. And my, I no, was, no, no, no. She would have gone carry on them. I would have I been so mad. She destroyed the gym, killed all the kids inside. That would have been a really cool ending. Yeah, it would have been interesting. They but would then be it was season three. Then it would be a total ripoff of Carrie. And then it would be like, Duffer Brothers, come on. Come on, Homages are great, but total ripoff. But off. don't just rip off Carrie. Yeah. There's even pig's blood. <laughs> um, so with that being said, the actual ending to season two, the quote-unquote cliffhanger that we were left with. <laughs> That's terrible. It was just like, are you kidding me? Like... So cameras turning, so we know that it's we know we're going, going, upside, we're going down. upside down. And I love those transitions. I do like uh, yeah. that. But anyway. But then all we got to see was oh, Big Bad's not really dead. He's in the upside wow. down building up power so he could do something big. Who would have thought that he was still alive? Yeah. So and that's that's how it ended. That's how it um, ends. On top of that, I also want to say that they planted something, but it didn't pay off. The one big thing that when I got to the end of the the season, this season, I was like, okay, so how is it going to play out now that Big Bad has left his <clears throat> his possession over Will? How is something going to happen in Hawkins? And it never really did. And I think that they're leading into season three. Yeah. But the, the thing that I'm pointing out is that when the scientists brought the soil samples back to Hawkins – and they put them under heat, everything started to swirl and turn into the storm that Will was talking about. Yes. But we never saw that. This except storm. for in the Upside Down. And that's because episode seven. That's what you're going to say? Yep. That's what I blame Okay, on. so how would you have ended episode, uh, or sorry, ended the season on a cliffhanger? Do you have an idea? Oh, shoot. Well, first of all, I would have f- killed Will. Okay. Will would be dead. Uh, and the family would be in mourning. And uh, instead of Barb's funeral, you would have seen Will's funeral. Okay. Uh, maybe also Barb's funeral. They do like a twofer. Yeah. One of those. Cheapo. Cheapo funerals. Barb and Will. And then the guy in the middle. Because the family had already spent a shit ton of their money on an investigator. Exactly. And the buyers are dirt poor. And the buyers are poor anyway. So they don't have any money. So they do a, they do a two, a combo funeral per se. Um, for my cliffhanger, I don't know. Let me think. How would you have done it? So this is how I would have considered doing it. Like show potential. Like they could have done like a quick thing at the end to show that the upside down is still in play. But how I would have left the cliffhanger is so Dr. Owens tells, um, Hopper that he's got everything clear. Here's the birth certificate for L. She's your daughter. Yeah, yeah. You're going to play it like this. And he says, wait a year. And Hopper asks, well, what about one night? One night. So um, I'd say give it to where Mike knows that L is supposed to show up at the dance. Like he's waiting for her. Yeah. And then at the end of everybody's getting together, we're still waiting for Mike to get his um, his – Upcomings or comings up, whatever you want to call it, um, his his prize yes. essentially. Um, not not saying that women are objects. Yes, not saying that at all. Um, so Mike's waiting there, and then all of a sudden we see L start coming into the parking lot. As she's getting to the door, all of a sudden she's grabbed by something. We don't know what, and then just like 
season ends. Or you, season you, you, ends. I, I think the way the Duffer brothers may have done it was that you see her kind of coming up to the door, um, and then you see the inside of the gym, and Will's kind of looking at the door, and the door opens, and like some other kid walks in, and then the door closes, and it goes back out to the parking lot, and there's and Elle's gone. Yeah, you know, just something like that. Yep. Um, like I, I don't like the the idea of like a hand coming because. I don't know. I like I like the possibility that the big bad may have taken her too. Yeah, you know, I don't. That know. would have been some good because you get a double whammy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I would have done because that would have been that would have been a better cliffhanger. Do you know, how mad I would have been if that had happened, Twitch. You'd have been so upset. But, but. it, it would have to to your point, like or to the point that I made earlier of like, yeah, it sucks if Will had died. And mm-hmm. I would have been pissed about that too. But something has to happen that yeah. you don't like, that you're not happy with. Yeah. You know what I mean? The show can't just all be homage to happy memories. Yeah. You know, something bad has to happen to further the story. Yep. So, in that sense, yeah, I, I think that would have been good. But I would have been pissed yeah. if Ellen Will didn't get to dance. But then you would have watched, you'd have been like I, super I would have been like, so stoked for season three. Yeah. I can wait, I can wait years for season three yeah. right now. Because everything I wanted to have happen happened. Yep. But nothing that I didn't want to have happen happened. So it's true. So, sir, um, what do you give the season? I I would give it probably C plus plus, bordering on a B. Okay. For me, um, just because I think that that first season was so well executed yeah, yeah. in so many ways yeah. um, that they definitely did not match up to that. Um, they didn't even really come close. There's There were some key things, like I said, some of the relationships that they built, um, specifically, obviously, Hopper and Eleven, but then also Dusty and Steve. Yeah. But all the other stuff was like... I, you guys could have stepped it up a little bit more. Like, sure. taking another half a year. I know that they're kids and they're going to grow up quick because they're right in that they're right in that sweet spot area and stuff. Yeah. And once they pass over that, then you're going to be like, we got to we got to get this stuff filmed. Yeah. But I think that they probably could have taken at least six months more to kind of like really go over the story to really solidify it. Yeah. Eighty nine percent. Eighty nine percent. Like almost an A. Almost an A. And I mean, like, I really, really, really loved this season. I thought it was amazing. Um, the the like I said, the the, the solo character interactions really carried it for mm-hmm. me. The the relationships were phenomenal. The bad guys were good. It was scary. It was spooky, just like season one. Yeah. It was a good story, but man, it just it just got derailed. In uh, episodes seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, but that's three out of nine episodes. You know what I mean? I can yep. I can deal with having six bangers if three of them aren't good. Yeah, and so I think that's that's why I give it such a high grade is because the other ones were just so good for me. Gotcha. Yeah, they really scratched the itch well for me. Well, that's good. So back to the they, waiting. I don't think they scratched it well enough for me. Not for, not quite for you. Yeah, that's okay. Um. Well, there you have it. Thanks for watching, folks. Thank this you. This was kind of a more relaxed yes. episode. No questions or no anything questions. like that. Just we wanted to. Although I do have one question for Luke. Ooh, okay. Um, this is a quiz question. So if you get it wrong, you got to eat the the chili pepper. Gotcha. So if you get it wrong, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go spend some time in the ER. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is your favorite character? In in this season, in that season, Stephen, Stephen, yeah, all right, changing up from L. Uh, it's I think it's because now L and uh, Mike are a unit. Okay, they're they're one to me. So you, so you feel like you feel they're separated from the com- competition of favorite character because okay. now they are one, and it's no fair to judge two people as one character. Okay, so they can't be judged anymore. Gotcha. They are my favorites. Okay. But my favorite character this season was Steve. Okay. You? Uh, man, it borders between, well, 
I would have said Hopper, but the last couple episodes, well, the last episode specifically, Hopper didn't really feel like he kind did of fell much. flat. Fell flat. Like it was good to see him come back with yeah. Mel and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I would have to say Steve because I feel out of all the characters, like he did the best arc coming from season totally, one all totally, the way to the new totally. season because he really found his place. Yeah, yeah. And it's to be that like, you know, that mentor specifically to Dustin. Sure. Fair. So. Well, there you have it. Um, real quick, you guys can follow us on Twitter at KN Nerds. You can find us on Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. And you can also email us at, uh, I almost said my email. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't email me at my email. You can email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. And we will see you in a few days' time when we discuss 2D shooters. And we're going to be trying something new for that podcast, so stay tuned for that. We love you guys. Have a good week. Goodbye. Peace out and watch out for the upside down. Yeah, be careful. Stay, Stay clear, guys. It's Halloween soon. You never know what you're going to Oh, God. <laughs> you never know what you're going to break. Like the podcast. I just broke the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>